It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. GD is back, sunburnt as hell from Legoland, full of Lego and sprinkle waffles, and he's ready to tark, tark, tark shocks. Talk Sharks hockey. Uh, we've got some news to cover today uh, that we didn't didn't get to because uh, JD was in the aforementioned land of Lego. Uh, so we'll talk Bear Banna, we'll talk Megna, we'll talk the draft. And then we'll get you out of here on a nice little Friday afternoon or morning, whenever you're listening to this. Hopefully your boss says when you get into work, take the day off. That would be a nice little treat. But yeah, hockey. Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What I was going to say is sharks, they're big fish. I'm your host, Kyle Demetrius, back with me as always is co-host JD, the time-traveling toaster to my elevator full of blood. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, People are enjoying the Simpsons reference, the apparently, hardcore Simpsons references. Apparently, apparently yeah. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I, we, we've really been going hard on the Simpsons recently. Um, but uh, I don't, I, it's my favorite show. So uh, just watch, that Trios of Horror is the best one. You got the shinning, you've got the time-traveling toaster, <laughs> And you've got, uh, is it Nightmare Cafeteria at the end of that one? Yeah. I'm not yeah. very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, Willie. Poor Willie. Um, Homer, I can get you back, but you got to come with me. <laughs> uh, Maggie just absolutely dominates him in the back. Um, really good sight gag in that one when Homer goes back to the dinosaur land. He's all upset. He like stomping on flowers. And then a mosquito comes by and he left hooks the mosquito so perfect. <laughs> just hits, hits the deck. It's uh yeah, it's uh it's quite good. It episode's full of good lines. <laughs> you can use your shinning on me, but not between four and five. That's Willie's time. Yeah. Don't you mean shiny? Shh. You don't want to get sued. <laughs> yeah. hmm, the blood usually gets off on the third floor. And there's that weird John Denver joke as well. Uh, uh yeah, it's uh it's quite uh it's quite good. I also like when Homer's uh he gets knocked out by himself and Marge puts him in the in the fridge. Yeah. Um and then he's just eating food and Mo the ghost comes up and he's like, Hey Homer, me and the ghouls have been talking. Uh, we think you should murder your family. Can't murder eating. <laughs> he just gets dragged out. Ah, oh, what a what a what a clutch up. Which one of those three put those in what order those three for, for the people? Probably the shiny one, the toaster one. And then uh was it in the, the yeah. cafeteria, the nightmare cafeteria. cafeteria. But the nightmare cafeteria yeah. is so funny. Yeah. Sloppy Jimbo. 
Fuck uh, yeah, but the I don't know. When, there's, when, when skin. there's so many like perfect lines, especially the shiny one, where there's so many great lines, you know, like yeah, but <laughs> she checks the cafeteria too. She when checks the, the typewriter, just all feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lightning goes and it's yeah. all over the walls. Uh but like Nightmare for Cafeteria is so many good too, where he's yeah. uh, like, I, I gotta go check on the free range children. Just a perfect <laughs> line. Um, you might say we <laughs> killed Uder and cooked him up, and now Uder is inside of all of us. Uh, scratch that last one. It's underrated compared to uh, compared to the other. I think it's underrated because it gets overshadowed by the other two. Yeah, but, uh, it's definitely the best treehouse by far. Uh, it's just just absolute absolute stellar work. Yes. Um, speaking of stellar work, you want to talk draft or do you want to talk contracts? Let's do contracts first, so we can rift about the draft at the end. So yeah. Uh, Bear Banoff signed for a two year by two and a half per that million. Is stellar work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you, you can't be upset. I mean, he, uh, you didn't want to. The risk was all along that you're signing a was he 27, 28, 29, uh, yeah, 28, something yeah, something like that. Uh, upper 20s. He, he's an older, older fellow compared <laughs> to the rest of the league. An older, hey, chap. an old man's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do you th- how do you think you say dickety too in Russian? Anyway, um, <laughs> so you didn't want to sign him to like a five year deal or something, some something of that nature. Where if this is as good as he gets, especially because he's twenty seven, twenty eight, um, he's probably not going to get better. He might get a little bit of take, but you don't want to end up having him locked in, a la Radim Shimik, for instance, where you're just never getting anything better and you're just paying for declining value. So you didn't want to do that. And then you didn't want to overpay him just in case you need still maneuverability. So a two by two and a half really is probably the ideal outcome considering he was never going to get paid like $1 million or something stupid like that. He was always going to get some kind of money, but two by two and a half. Yeah. The original was like a, the Robbie Fabry deal, which is, you know, was that four like years. a four by four or something like that? It's like four years, three million dollars, and you know, yeah, it's he can, he, you know, he proved that he can be a, a top line or top six guy. Last year, he had thirty nine points, you know, in la- playing last year, really kind of helped that the Meyer hurdle line kind of do a little dirty work on there. We saw his uh, his good passing and stuff like that, and yeah, he can hold down the fort. And then when you have your guys like your Ecklins, your Bordelos. Robbins, whoever ready to kind of pop. It's not like you've signed on to a long term. And then even after two years, if he's still playing well, you can, you know, see where you're at in two years if you want to give him another deal or if you want to trade him when you come to the trade deadline. I know he has like a 10 team no trade list or something like that. But oh he does? Yeah, he has like a it's like why San Jose? What are we doing? It's like 10 team. It's not that bad. Why though? Why do you have to set that precedent? That everybody gets a everybody gets a no trade clause. What has he done to deserve that? It's so uh, anyway, but yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It's and it if going into next year, the 2023, 2024 season, if the Sharks are bad again, you know, I'm sure he'd be willing to waive his no trade clause to go play the contender or something like that. But that's for future JD and future Kyle to worry about. But no, I, I really like this deal, and I, I think you know it's you have him locked up for two years. He can you know solidify your top six, and then. You just see where you're at two years from now, and if you want to trade them, or if you don't want to resign them, or if you need to want to resign them, you you can kind of go from there. So, yeah, I think I, I was shocked actually when I saw the the terms of a two by two and a half. So, yeah, like like you said, you made a good point that San Jose they're going to be bad next year. I don't know what everybody's deluding themselves into thinking they're not, but they're going to be bad next year. So, 
Um, two and a half for a guy where you're going to get a playoff run and another season. If you're a, a Colorado, a Florida, a Rangers, a Toronto, something like that, you can much, much, it's much easier to fit in whatever the prorated version of two and a half is at the end of the year. So you're trying to just fit in a couple hundred thousand dollars and then it's easy to maneuver two and a half next year or trade him again or move out another contract and keep him. So uh, it becomes very valuable, not only just to the San Jose um, and trying to help them win games, but but that contract is highly, highly movable, uh, which is something you got to think about when you're bad and the players are getting close to 30. And if, especially if he's, if he doesn't improve, like we don't think he's going to improve from his 39 points to like 70 points. No, but um, if he's like maybe, a, a 40, 45, 50, tops out of 50, maybe on a, that's, that's better than the five million you're paying Kevin LeBanc to, for, to do the same thing. And he's nowhere close to that right now. So. Yeah. What do you think? How many built bars do you think he can buy for two and a half million dollars? Oh, all of the built bars. <laughs> do you think he would be interested in built bars new offering of a birthday cake puff? Well, his birthday is uh, next month. So this is perfect timing. He'll be turning 28 on, on June 17th. So all of the birthday cake puffs and puffs are cool because if you don't really want a protein bar. No one all that work chewing. You go with a, bir- with a puff which is just marshmallows covered in 100% real chocolate. And the good thing is about the birthday cake puff, it's only 150 calories, but you're still getting 16 grams of protein. And you really, it's kind of weird. You think marshmallows, oh, I don't really, that's not how's that going to work, but there's still protein in it and still tastes good. Still covered in chocolate. And if you don't want birthday cake, there's other flavors like cinnamon churro, banana cream pie, pro, pro cream pie podcast here. Those ones are really good. But if you do want the original, built bars you can always do that get your chocolate get your double chocolate get your mint get your peanut butter they also are only around 150 calories 16 grams of protein around nine grams of sugar so you don't have to worry about that so go to built.com try to get the birthday cake puffs it's probably only a limited time built bar loves to do that just a little limited time action see what's going on so go to built.com get the birthday cake puffs get your whatever your flavor is Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. On the flip side, Jacob Migna side. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. People, <laughs> it's fine. He, he's. I mean, if it was anything more than the vet minimum, it would have been a terrible deal. Yeah, it's fine. He's a perfectly cromulent bottom pair defenseman. And yeah, but he's not. Um... He's okay. He's he's not Malash. Like, Malash, between him and Malash, I'd prefer Magna. But, like, Magna's, like again, he's. <laughs> yes, but, again, it's the same thing where it's, like, He's 29 right now. He's not going to get any better. But like, 
if you want to try to bear it, I know it's a one-way deal, but like you could probably bury him in the AHL. It's not going to, nobody's going to try to claim him type of thing. So like, it's fine. He's fine. And then if it gives you a little insurance in case, um, Kanijov isn't ready for the start of next season. And then your Kanijovs and your Hatakas aren't ready to take over. And if you but do buy out Vlasic, there, there's your third part. Yeah. Who cares? God. It's, it's fine. It's perfectly, it's fine. <laughs> I just like say they buy out Vlasic, Ferraro, Shimmick, Magna. I don't think Shimmick's going to be here, to be honest. Quite. I don't know if you saw his uh because he's he's back in the czech republic for for worlds or whatever right and he's uh shang had an article about like where like in a local paper where he was uh said the sharks lied to him and he felt like he was treated unfairly by the sharks so i actually don't think shimmick's gonna be back i think the sharks will trade him even if it's a salary dump situation because i i don't know if that situation that that relationship may be at this point beyond repair if if he feels like he's being mistreated by the sharks. So yeah. So that should be fine. Left side. So then your left side is Ferraro, Magna, and yeah. Malash. Uh quite possibly the worst, quite possibly yeah. the worst left side defense in the league. Uh, not quite possibly. It, it will be. Ferraro's not a top pair guy. Magna's not a second pair guy. Malash isn't a third pair guy. Cool. Uh it just in a season that might not be the best. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to see a 29-year-old turning 30, Jacob Megna, block a Hataka or a Kinezov or anybody from getting playing time. And it's just Nick they, they signed come up for on a down, two, baby. Two. <laughs> but I just don't understand why it needed to be a two-year deal. Now it's you're fine. stuck with them. Again, it's fine. It's is it payment. though? Because like in a, in, a, in in the salary cap world where you need space and you need money, I understand that you're going to need bodies. But like, I'd rather that go to a young guy who's going to make the same mistakes. But all I the just, other, yeah, like. I mean, because all the other young guys are signed. So, like, you have, like, potential left side defenseman are Tim Kinejov. Like, he's signed through. He's not an RFA till 24, 25. Like, you know, uh, Nick C- uh, Chichek is 24, 25. You have, yeah, it's fine. You have, like, it's fine. He's, he's a warm body, and then it, when one of those but guys he's a, are ready, But he's, he's a warm body that's going to play far too many minutes. Oh yeah, for sure. That's not that's not suited to him. Like I, that's that's the thing is that you take a step forward and you're trying to develop guys, and then you do this where you're you know that he's going to play. He played like 41 games. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it just he and if you read the articles, it's like a guy who is a career minor leaguer. Well, there was good reason. Like it, it's it's it just it's fine if he sits in the press box all the time and then he plays like 12 yeah. games. I just like, don't know if the other injured. like who is ready to take his place. He's not ready. I'd rather have a young guy make mistakes than yeah. <laughs> a guy who's not going to be here possibly at any moment. I, I don't know. It's just, it's the vet minimum. So like, I get that's it, why like, I don't care. It's fine. But like at the same time, it just, if you care about the sharks winning sooner rather than later, it's blocking people from getting play time. I mean, like maybe Vlasic and Shamrock are both gone and they have to play him because they have literally nobody else. But at the same time, yeah. I, I just, I'd rather let young guys make mistakes. I'd rather have the young guys and figure out what they are and make mistakes than an older guy who we know what he is and watch him make mistakes because that's frustrating. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this story in Bob Bugner. It is, yeah, anytime a young guy makes a mistake anyway. So it doesn't matter. I really really don't understand how these articles are saying like Joe Will thinks he was good for young guys and stuff like that. I was very confused. (laughs) 
Yeah. A little confused. Uh, uh, like it, you can just point to Jacob Megna as the perfect example of, is he good for young guys? Because he played a 29 year old career minor leaguer, 41 games. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Beat. It is tough. Yeah. Again, he's not my, I, I'm more just whatever about it. So he's a dude who can play for you for a little bit. His, his numbers were okay. Like, he was 45th percentile offense and 46th percentile in, in defense. So it's whatever. I'm not like, I, it doesn't really move the needle needle for me. So who cares? <laughs> he's he's keeping the seat warm for Kanija or Kanija or somebody or Taka. So, yeah. You're just kicking the can down the road when you're your development for these guys. It's yeah. Frustra- it's frustrating. I, th- in, I think, in though, season, in season I think like, though, I think though, the, the way the Sharks are, approaching the season i think they're actually kind of putting a lot of chips in the cuda right now where they'd rather have like hataka and kanajev but then but then don't say the sharks are going to be competitive i'm yes you're you're talking about both sides of your mouth but i still think no i'm not no can't the, you, not oh the no sharks not are. you the sharks are talking about oh yes your mouth. i was like me uh, <laughs> no. uh you know because it's like they they've got they're opening the new CUDA building. Like they have all these young guys. They've got some new initiative, you know, like where they're going to have some of their CUDA games on local TV. They just got the 2024 AHL all-star game. Like I think they're really trying to kind of build the CUDA brand up right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a good opportunity to do so with that. So I wouldn't oh, mind. Oh, totally. But then I wouldn't mind. Sharks are going to be competitive when you put good players on the CUDA. Yeah. So anyway, this is just opening the door for uh, Nick Chichek to win our hearts out of training camp. And <laughs> yes. But before four years in a row, yes, we got to make it four for four. Uh, let's take a quick break and talk to you guys about bet online. When gambler strikes, there's only one place to go. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds and news and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league baseball scores, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wager information from live betting to playoffs and sports and more. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The draft starts at 11. Uh, the Sharks did not move from their position. They will be drafting 11th in the upcoming draft. The only team that moved was New Jersey. They went up to two from five, six, something like yeah. that. Uh, Montreal won the draft. Uh, so the top three picks will be, yeah, Montreal, uh, New Jersey, and Arizona. Uh, obviously, we're going to have a lot more draft profiles coming up uh, over the next over the next couple months, months, I should say. Uh, especially honing in on guys that are going to be around the 11th uh, pick. So your Minchikovs and your Lamberts and your Nazars, those type of guys that are going to be in that that middle. Uh, we'll sneak a Slavkovsky in there just in case he falls. 
Of the a lot of defense probably coming up. Nemec, Yerichek. Uh, yes. So we'll, we'll get those to you. But, yeah, San Jose is picking 11. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just, it feels like they're picking too high for how good they are or how bad they are. <laughs> Wait, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they, they're too far back for how bad they were. Um, so you could think, uh, average goaltending for, for that, but yeah, I mean, you wonder with this year, cause it seems like the devils were really interested in trading their pick before they got to the second pick. So you wonder if they're still going to be interested in that, um, or if a team like Ottawa who might be looking to try to like, feel like they have a core, they might be trying to add, you know, like a veteran guy. So maybe trading their seventh pick for a, a kind of a more veteran guy out at their core. You'll be, yeah, these kind of teams like those where they've, it feels like they have their core and they might be trying to add like that next piece. Who's going to be able to help right now instead of um, later down the road. But yeah, I, I'm intrigued with the sharks. I think they'll be in position to get a good player still, um, especially because Ottawa is picking ahead of them if they do pick. So, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to be able to slide. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like the Sharks are still, they're going to be at, at the tail end of like the, the good, good players, but I, I still feel like they're going to be like a good player there. So uh, this draft is a little tricky though because it's not that good. So, um, but like land, landmines abound is the thing yeah. here. Um, last year, Columbus picked Cole Sillinger 11th and then going backwards. Um, started so that was 2021, 2020. Yaroslav Askarov went to Nashville, which is, which is pretty cool. Yep. Victor Shooterstrom, uh, to Arizona, uh, he's got a lot of promise. Oliver Wallstrom, Gabe Velarde, who plays on the Kings, uh, who's had a, an auspicious start to his career, but he broke his back. Uh, Logan Brown, terrible choice by Ottawa. What? Uh, Lawson, <laughs> yeah, surprising. Uh, Lawson Krause, not, not the best. Kevin Fiala, amazing pick in 2014. Mm-hmm. Sam Moray, uh, has only ended up playing 29 games in the ensuing nine years uh which is kind of rough uh phil forsberg great pick duncan siemens awful jack campbell has now come into his own ryan ellis great kyle beach uh that's tough um brandon sutter whatever jonathan bernier andre kopitar in 2005 jeff carter 2003 uh yeah jerome mcginla 1995 uh and the last time san jose picked at 11 it was 1994 when they picked my first love jeff friesen Mm. um also, Please. weird little symmetry. Mike Sillinger went 11th in 1989. Cole's dad. <laughs> That's fun. Here, yeah, let's. So, uh, here, I'm gonna throw. Let's. Uh, let's do a couple rounds of the old FC hockey and see who might be available for the Sharks at 11. So, kind of a. Let's see here, FC hockey draft. Yeah. Thing. Sorry, I'm running. I can run it right now. Uh, okay. One round. Okay. Start draft. So if you're watching on YouTube. Okay, so Shane Wright's right, number so, one, 100 percent Yep. Uh, Slavkowski, number two to the Devils. Do you think Savoy. they're not gonna go uh yeah, let me pause? Hold on. Oh, are they just doing this? Is yep. it just doing this? Oh, okay. Yep. I see. I thought we were doing it. So yeah, so so uh so number one, uh right, Slavkowski number two to the Devils, Matt Savoy number three to the Coyotes, Logan Cooley number four to the Kraken. Uh, Simon Ebik to the Flyers, Yurov to the Columbus Blue Jackets, Frank Nazar to the Ottawa Sens. That's too good of a pick for them. Uh, <laughs> David Yurik to the Red Wings, Brad Lambert goes number nine to uh, the Sabres, and Kemmel goes uh, 10 to the Ducks. So that leaves uh, Kaczynski, McGrody, uh, Gothard, Geeky, uh, Gleb, and Lekkermaki at kind of 
next available right now. Cutter Goche, I want nothing to do with. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin Korczynski's a D, right? Uh, yes. Korczynski's D. a D. Cutter, uh, Rutger McGordy's a C. Cutter Goche's a winger. Connor Geeky's a C. Gleb's obviously left wing. Lekker Amaki's probably going to be the choice, to be honest with you. Yeah. Steph is making an appearance in the background. So Nice. Yes. Um, Let's run it again. See who else is a... Yeah, so I, I think I think of that. I, I think you got. I would go with Krachinski right there. Like he's he's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, but Lekarmaki add another forward. Lekarmaki though, excellent spot. This is the problem with like drafting eleven here is that like all of these guys have issues. It's yeah. not it's not that deep. Um, do it again. See what happens. All right, let's see. All okay, right, here. I'll uh, I'll I'll read the names off to uh, so you give your give your give your break. Your Legoland break. Okay, so right one, Cooley two, which which would be Cooley, Heeshier, Hughes, oh. Nemich three, Slavkovsky four, uh, Savoy five, Yurov six, Kemel seven. Wow, that's an awesome center's pick. He's not that good. Nazar <laughs> eight, Korchinski nine, Lambert oh. ten, which would leave. Yerichek, McGrory, Goche, Geeky, Trikazov, Lekarmaki. So, unless one of those, unless a, unless a Nazar, a Yerov, a Kemel, a Slavkovsky, a Lambert falls out of that top ten, they're really going to be choosing between probably going to be your McGrory's, your Connor Geeky's, your Cutter Goche's, your Glebs, your Lekarmaki's, Pavel Minchikov, I think, is there. Denton, Matichuk, uh, that big giant Austrian man, Marco Kasper's there. <laughs> Philip Massar is there. Noah Oslin, but like now we're getting into guys that probably shouldn't be drafted this high. And I, I think San Jose is probably going to hope for a Slavkovsky, Lambert, uh, Nemich, like one of those guys that's in that five range to fall, uh, yep. fall down because we know Wright's going one, and then Cooley, Cooley is probably going to go two. Um, there's really there's, the there's no really you can speed it up. Um, yeah, so like Nemich went two, fair. Slavkovsky went three. Look at me, looking like an idiot. Cooley went four. <laughs> Cooley's not falling farther than that. Uh, Savoy five. I think Savoy might fall. Yurov six. I don't want anything to do with Yurov anyway. Lambert seven. So uh, like you can see kind of like the choices. Nazar eight. Um, Korchinski nine. Yurichek ten, which means that Joachim Kemmel's the guy that 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 slips down. Um, it's going to be that, and, and I, I don't know. San Jose might like I, I think Jonathan Lekaramaki is probably gonna keep rising up because he's such a sniper. Yep. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if he is the choice. And he's also from View Garden, I believe. Yeah, you they've um, gotten a chance to watch him play with like Glenn, and you already know that those two have chemistry together. So yeah, yeah. so it, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna keep profiling as we get more information. Now that the draft order is set, it's a little bit easier for scouts and mock drafts, things of that nature, because now we know like New Jersey at two. Um, for people at the top of the draft, they have Hughes and Heeshier. So, are they going to go center and go with like Cooley uh, and have a Hughes Heeshier Cooley type type middle for the next like eight years, or do they go with a winger to add like Alexander Holtz, Dawson Mercer? Do they do they grab like a Slavkovsky, a bigger guy, or do they go D? Because I don't really. I think Kevin Ball is their top D. So no, they have Hughes, they have one of the Hughes brothers. Oh, they have Luke Hughes as well. Okay, yeah. so they have Luke Hughes, but then after that, Kevin Ball maybe. So honestly, I think I think New Jersey. I think is a they're big, deep, I think they're a big choice. wild card because yeah. Oh I, yeah. I, 
they could I could see them trading out if they could try yep. to get you know whoever's disgruntled and wants out of their situation and because they it feels like their core is about set you know um they, they do need some goaltending but like they do have a lot of really good players and you know i, I know at some point you know, i think but who knows with them it's gonna be fun we have plenty yeah, of time arizona is always a wild card uh you're always gonna see a surprise ottawa's gonna do something insane. ottawa's gonna do something there was a funny meme by sends buzz and it was like a picture of piodari and smiling on the laptop and it said when you when you see that your top prospect is ranked 156 <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was really good. Uh, yeah, going to be an interesting draft. 11 is kind of uh, that creamy middle danger zone then. I don't think we really... really... We predicted at the beginning before the whole season started. Yep. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. If they could have pushed into like that 7-8 range, you can you can grab a Lambert, uh, something like that. So now they're going to have to hope. So we'll see. If Damn you would like you, James Reimer. <laughs> why couldn't the ducks not shit their pants? James Reimer. Why last time we so good? last time we rely on the ducks for anything. I know. Ducks. Let's get here. If you'd like to talk to us on the internet, locked on sharks on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, locked on sharks at gmail.com. If you want to email us with your words, if you would like to watch us, you'd like to be watched, you can do that at Locked on Sharks on YouTube. Um See the other sunburn right now. Yeah, yes. J, uh, uh, JD is is quite rouge. Uh, he's got a nice pinchy glow to him. Um, <laughs> pinchy. <laughs> it smells so good. Oh my god, pinchy. Oh, he tastes so good. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. He's a free range um, lobster now. <laughs> in, the, in the kiddie pool. I think when he throws them and they're like, he's the got to bounce up the salt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their boat just kind of float. Um, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Locked On Sharks. Uh, if you'd like to follow JD or ask him about Legoland and how much sprinkles his children consumed in three A days, lot. you can do that. At my fry hole, Kyle, who's I didn't go to Legoland. asking questions about Legoland <laughs> can be found at Kyle Demetrius. <laughs> Thank you guys for making us your first San Jose Sharks listen. Um, you can go check out any of the other amazing podcasts like the Locked On NHL podcast, especially with the playoffs going on and you don't want to hear us talk about the playoffs for some reason. Uh, Assholes. A couple of jabronis here talking about the playoffs. Um, uh, or go check out any other amazing podcasts on the Locked On Network, such as Locked On Athletics. Bye, friends. Look how much bread I got from Costco. This was six. This was seven Canadian dollars. Yeah. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.